Hi, I'm Kim Payne, and you're listening to the Courageous Me podcast, which is all about inspiring you through incredible stories and sharing some really cool ways to add more courage into your life. Welcome to another episode of Courageous Me. I want to start by saying that courage is contagious. Now, these are words that I first heard from the very incredible Brene Brown, who I have a massive, massive girl crush, brain crush on. And they resonate so, so, so powerfully with me because I do believe we don't realize the power and the contagious power that courage really does have. And this is something that's really been playing out in my life lately, and particularly since starting this podcast, which is all about courage. When you find the courage to do one thing in your life, so to take that one step or make that big decision, it's ironic how that then has a flow-on effect or a ripple effect across other areas of your life. It's kind of like I call it a secret source because when you take that one brave thing or do that one courageous thing, it's like it sets off a chain reaction that actually inspires you to go out and pursue other things in your life. And I'll give you an example. And I have shared some of these examples in previous podcast episodes. So for those of you who've heard previous episodes, you might have heard this. And for those who haven't, here's the story. About five years ago, a girlfriend of mine said to me, oh, there's these dance classes. I've been to see some friends from the school dance and perform on stage. I'd really like to do it. And Kim, I'd really like you to do it with me. Long story short, I signed up and for 13 weeks, We learned two dance routines and then we performed them on stage. And this is all done through the incredible Born to Boogie Dance Connection. The beautiful thing about that was I had no idea what to expect. I turned up each week quite naive and quite ignorant and incredibly scared. And I used to have this voice, this inner voice, the pesky little one that kept saying to me, I don't know what you think you're doing, Kim. You're not a dancer. You can't dance. And I've got evidence to prove that I can't through stories that I've told myself over the years and through experiences where I had that told to me or proven. So I believed it. But for the entire 13 weeks, I actually thought, you're not a dancer. What are you doing? And I said a bit of naivety. I didn't actually know what to expect. Then we were performing these two dance routines on stage. And I'll tell you, when you're standing on that stage, your heart literally wants to jump out of your chest because you're so nervous. And you got about, I don't know, 500 eyeballs staring back at you. The music's blaring, the lighting's great. I tell you what, I actually had to turn around and embrace the fact that I am a dancer. This was amazing and I have shared this story with the incredible Tennille Chambers who's the founder of Born to Boogie Dance Connection. But what that dancing did and doing that season, which by the way I then signed up for six more seasons, is it wasn't just about the dancing and the dancing was incredible. What really happened for me was that by saying yes to doing that one thing then allowed me to go on and say yes to doing other things, other things that scared me. Because I I guess there was part of me that thought, wow, I could do that. I could survive that. And I absolutely loved that. Like totally in my element, loved it. And then it set off me saying yes to starting competitive women's baseball, which is something I'd always wanted to do. 
And this is all just shy of me turning 48 years of age. It then set off me making a massive change in my business, which is still underway. We're after 30 years of doing reasonably similar work, all very dedicated to financial services. I've now branched out, still doing some of that work, but with very much a focus on helping professional women build better versions of themselves. Because what I find is that then allows them to build a better business. I've said yes to working with a woman, an incredible woman over in America called, actually in Canada, sorry, not America, to Julie Littlechild, where she was running a pilot program and the coach that was going to be running the coaching session had to pull out at the last minute. And she said to me, you know, do you do this kind of work? And absolutely I do. And she said, well, next week we're running this session, running this program. Can you do it? And I literally remember the words that came out of my mouth were yes. <laughs> However, the experience that was going in my body was a, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, you can't do this. You don't know anything about the Canadian market. You've never done this work with this business in that way, just like that. Like seriously, all of this happened. Luckily, the words that actually came out of my mouth were Y-E-S and I did do it and I did survive and I loved it. And I've got the most beautiful relationship with this woman and we've gone on and done other things together. But I do believe that it was the courage just from saying yes to Born to Boogie that then allowed me to start saying yes in more areas of my life. Because hey, guess what? In every single case, not only did I survive whatever it was, not only did I get past all those wild, ferocious bubbles in my belly that literally made me feel like I wanted to vomit, but I survived. And at the end of every one of these kind of moments, I went, wow, I want to do that again. When I made the change in my business and I, you know, had to change my LinkedIn profile, which has always been about building better businesses within the financial services space to then saying that I'm helping empower women live kick-ass liberated lives where they're seen, heard and fully valued. To you listening, you might go, yeah, well, that's not that big a deal. But oh my goodness gracious, to my insides and how I was feeling, the courage that that took was phenomenal. Here's the thing, right? I'm talking to amazing people every day. Mostly these conversations are coming down to some of the women that I'm talking to. Now, these are amazing women who are doing incredible things in their life or in just phenomenal things at work, like leading companies, leading ginormous businesses, or parenting and mothering amazing human beings that are growing up to live really beautiful, independent lives, whatever it looks like. So really amazing humans, right? You're getting that trip. And I'll mention, you know, do you want to be a guest on my podcast, which of course is all about courage. And do you know the response is not, oh my God, yes, those words, those Y-A-S words, that's not what's coming out. What's coming out is, no, I don't. Then followed by after, no, I don't. Uh, it's not that I don't want to help you out, Kim, because I do. It's just, I'm, I'm scared or I don't really have a story anyone would want to know. I don't really have anything that would be inspiring enough for me to share it that somebody else would benefit from. And here's the thing, that is so far from the truth, it's not funny. Firstly, I wouldn't have asked you to come on my podcast if I didn't think you had a story to tell. Secondly, every single one of us has a story and has shown courage in our life. The only thing is we might not always think that what that story is or that moment was that was courageous. 
is very courageous because sometimes we go through and whatever it is that we're doing, that's just our lives. That's just what we do. However, to someone else, that thing is extremely courageous. And that thing that you've done can be the inspiration that someone else needs in their life to go and do the next thing that they need to do. And it's really sad to think that there's so many of us out there that honestly believe we don't have a story to tell. And I say it's sad because I am one of those women. I am one of those that for many, many, many years kept thinking, well, why would anyone want to listen to me? When I get up on a stage, why would anyone want to hear a story of mine that is going to make that point or bring that message home louder and clearer? I honestly, for many years, have thought that. And yet in all these cases, these women have these incredible stories. So, you know, throwing it back at you now listening in, if you're sitting there going, yeah, no, I can relate. I don't really have a story anybody else would listen. And by the way, I haven't really done anything that courageous in my life. I beg to differ. I'm calling you out. You go back and you reflect on everything in your life. I've even done a podcast episode a while back where I got you to think about what are all of the things that you've accomplished in your life, all the achievements, all the accolades, all the recognition, big and small, across work and play over your life. And seriously, just writing those things out makes you realize how much you've done and how far you've come. Thinking about all the moments of courage, all of those things you've done where you really did have to reach in and, you know, brace yourself or maybe you did feel like you wanted to vomit, but you still did it. Now, sometimes it is getting on a stage. Sometimes it might just be breaking up with that partner that you knew was so wrong for you. You knew that breaking up was the right thing to do, but you still procrastinated. You still played it over and over and over in your mind. And still when the moment came, when you had to have the conversation, you felt those bubbles in your belly literally exploding with nerves that I bet there's times you actually pulled out and didn't have that conversation and other times when you did. Maybe it was when you were just a young one at school and you had to put your hand up to give an answer to a question that you kind of thought was the right answer, but maybe you didn't. These are all acts of courage. Courage is just when you do something and you want something that is actually bigger than the fear of not doing it. And when you think about that, you have got stories to share and stories to tell. Now, you might not think that they're stories worth getting up and sharing in a public forum, and that's okay, but to think that you don't have them, that is where we get it so wrong. Another thing that I'm seeing a lot too with some incredible women that I'm talking to is where they're saying, you know, they want to do that thing or there's something in their life they want to do and it might be they want to do dancing or they want to go back and do some sport they never did before or they want to go on that adventure, but they've just got scared. And I'll give you a real life example. I have just literally two days ago, so it depends on when you're hearing this, put out into the public a retreat that I want to run. And I'll, I'll tell you where that came from in a second. Because I'll be honest, when I pushed send two nights ago to get this retreat out there to get people to come along, not because I'm trying to make a gazillion dollars, because I'll tell you what, it's not going to do that. But because it's something that I feel so, so, so passionate and strongly about based off a combination of adventures and things that have gone on in my life and teachings that I do in my everyday. And I wanted to bring that to the table and I put together this retreat. And for weeks I've had head down bum 
time up writing all the copy, pulling all the images together, getting a lot of the behind the scenes, the boxes ticked and everything lined up to do it. And literally I had the email ready to go and I procrastinated, I procrastinated, I walked up and down the hall, I didn't do it. I then thought, yeah, I would, I'd sit down again. And when I finally push send, I go totally freaked out and almost um, had to run away from my computer and go, oh my God, how can I unsend that? How can I unsend that? So it's really interesting. So I do share all this. Anyway, the reason I'm telling you this is I put this message out initially just to those in my life who are either really um, near and dear, close girlfriends of mine, clients of mine, colleagues of mine, or women I've come across that I believed either they or their friends would benefit from this retreat. Because here's the thing, I'm, I'm going off course, but you'll you'll follow me. I believe it's going to be of benefit. I believe it's going to really be valuable to many women's lives who do come along. If I don't get it out there and share it, then there's people that could be benefiting that are not going to receive the benefit, right? Because if I don't deliver it and I don't ask people to come, then that goodness is going to stay within me. I'm not getting it out. By doing it, I'm not trying to just get people to sign up and, like I said, just make money. I do believe I've got something that others will value and I'm doing an injustice by not putting it out there into the world. And Seth Godin says this beautifully. He always talks about you've just got to ship it. You've got to get it out there. Because the value that you can bring to others' lives is not nearly as valuable just in your head and in your mind as it is when you actually put it in front of those people who might say yes, who are going to benefit. So I put this out. And then yesterday, I turn up to an event which was run by the FAAA, so the Financial Advisors Association of Australia, which is a newly merged industry body between what was two previous industry bodies. And it was an event for women called Inspire. So 250 women in one room with the most incredible speaker called Narelle Fraser, who is an ex-cop, an ex-detective in the police force. And honestly, I didn't know what to expect, but oh, fruit. It was amazing. Her storage of courage and what she's done and what she's confronted over her life was incredible. But what was interesting is when I turned up to this event, I'm waiting downstairs. It's at the RACV club in Melbourne. As I'm sitting there, one of the girls that I'd sent the email to the night before about my retreat walks in. The first person she walks into is me. Now, she is a friend of mine, but I haven't seen her for a good sort of six to eight months. I'm the first person she walks into <laughs> and she just looks at me. And of course, we're going, oh, my God, oh, my God, can't believe you're here. And then she said, oh, my God, it almost makes me feel sick. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> I have that much of a positive impact on your life. She said, no, I got your email last night and I opened it this morning and I read it and it made me feel sick even just reading it. <laughs> so you're probably thinking, what did I have in that email? I was just talking about this retreat talking about the fact that it's not like a normal retreat where you go away and you know you don't drink alcohol and you get up at 6am and you meditate for hours and you cleanse and you shed and you get rid of it's not one of those retreats which by the way I do love this is a retreat where yes we do do learnings which is all about bringing your most confident and courageous self to 2024 it's about having a look at some of the things that you need to do to get past so that you can get on and step up into the life that you want, right? So that's there's a whole piece of learning around that in this retreat. 
The second thing is in the retreat, I've invited the incredible Tanil Chambers, who is the founder of Born to Boogie. She's coming along and she's putting together a specially choreographed dance routine. And over the course of the retreat, she's going to run a number of dance lessons and teach all of us at the retreat this routine. And then on the second night, we're going to perform it. But here's the thing, we're only performing it to us. There's no one else there. We're at our own private homestead, so a private property out in regional Victoria, but we're just performing it. We're going to get dressed up. We're going to do all of that. And we will get a video camera out and record it. But nobody else but us, who we've spent two days together and two nights together, will actually get to see it. We're also completing an obstacle course. Now, this was inspired off the back of my Girls Adventure Weekend that the beautiful Michelle Roberts, financial advisor by day and action courageous woman by weekend and night, She brought us all together and I did an episode on this in one of my previous podcasts, but this was inspired by her. We did this outdoor obstacle course, kind of think about the SAS and what some of their training is. I think there's even a TV show called the SAS and they do a lot of obstacle courses. All of this is going to be at the retreat because I want it to be about taking action. Because if you remember what I just said earlier, that if you can show an act of courage in one area of your life, that physical act of doing it actually creates a chain reaction or a ripple effect that allows you to then take other action in your life. And without doing that, you could be procrastinating doing things that are really important to you, things that will light you up, things that will make you feel fulfilled. Maybe you've got to leave a job because you're so miserable doing it. It doesn't fulfill you. Or The angst that you've got to deal with every day when you turn up, it's just not worth it, right? But you're procrastinating making the decision. So like I said, when I started and I did that first dance season, that allowed me to then go and say yes and do other things where I had to find some courage. So that's what I mean by courage is contagious. So anyway, back to my gorgeous girlfriend who's saying, Kim, I literally felt sick when I read your email. Not because I make her feel sick. But because the thought of doing some of these activities within the retreat were things that were way outside of her normal comfort zone. Now, this is a really, really successful kick-ass woman, by the way, who runs an amazing company, does amazing things in her work, very, very senior, feeling nervous and scared about doing these things. And I said to her, the fact that you feel so scared about activities that I know are really safe, okay? I know they're safe. I put it together. I wouldn't put them together if they weren't safe. Means that this is something you need to do. I don't want her to come along because I want her money. I want her to come along because one, I love her dearly. Two, I know that by doing this, by taking some action, getting out of her normal comfort space, by being with a group of other women of which she might know some of them, she might not know others for two days and two nights is exactly the medicine she needs. It's the dose of courage that she needs to give her that level of confidence that some other decisions that she probably needs to make in her life to do more things that light her up and make some other bigger moves. She needs this extra dose to go and do those things. And that's why I said to her, it's contagious because I know firsthand that by doing that one thing, by taking that action in one area of your life, it's magic and it allows you to then make decisions and take action in other areas. And I know this firsthand and I know you do benefit from taking the small steps 
from doing the things that expand your comfort zone and it does run across your life. So even just going back and thinking about if I was to ask you to be a guest on this podcast and you're going, nah, yeah, like I said before, mm, I've got nothing really to share. My life hasn't been that courageous. I'm calling you out. Just write down all of those big courageous things you've done. Now, something courageous could be something as simple as all your life, you believe this thing that that person said. So one of the things for me was when I was in, I think I was in grade three, a girl, and again, I have shared this story, but a girl came up to me, we were making paper mache globes of the world. And this girl comes up to me and tells me that mine was terrible and I'm not creative. So I've always always, always, always grown up with this belief. I don't know why. She wasn't even the art teacher. She was just one of the girls in my class. I've always grown up believing I wasn't creative. And yet in actual fact, I am creative because creative is just about coming up with solutions to problems. Sometimes a problem that you've solved before, sometimes a new problem you've never solved before. We're all creative in some way, shape or form in our life. But it took a lot of courage for me to go, you know what? Yeah, I am creative for me to own that I am creative and for me to put things out into the world that went against the grain of an industry that I was so used to. So I've had 30 years in financial services and even things like wearing coloured suits and I wear a lot of bright colour to work. All the time I wear a lot of bright colour because that is who I am on the inside. But for so long, I dulled it down. For so long, I conformed to the dark suits, the dark greys, the blacks, the navy pinstripe. Yeah, literally, my closet, if you saw it now compared to years ago, it is like walking into a closet of a completely different person. I didn't know how to embrace it. I didn't know how to embrace that more creative side. And that does mean for me wearing colour, wearing you know, bold, bright lipstick, wearing big, bright, fun, coloured earrings. But once I started and once I realised, hey, you know what? This doesn't detract from my professionalism. This doesn't detract from the value that I can share in the work that I do. But what it does do is it allows me to bring more of who I am. And I have got stuff that is valuable to others. And you know, to have even said that years ago, I would have struggled but I'm owning it. When I own it and when I believe it and when I step into this world as me showing up in the color or using the language, I use very informal language. And for gosh, for donkey's years, I suffered from speaking corporate and formalizing all my words to the point where years and years and years ago, pre-marriage, I was told by a guy on a date that I was so corporate and I didn't take that as a compliment uh, and nor did our date go anywhere further. But just being able to embrace, yeah, I do have a more informal tone and feeling confident and courageous enough to share that more informal tone in the workplace. So in professional services took me forever and I wish it didn't. I wish that someone had of tapped me on the shoulder or sent me off to a program when I was younger to to build that courage within to be able to be more of who I am, to still allow myself to fit nicely into a professional space because I do have a lot of value. That's my background. It is in professional services. But to be able to do it, which allowed more of me to shine through. That was courage. I wouldn't have thought that was courage years and years and years ago and going back to not thinking I had a story to share. But even things like that 
That is courage. And when you can reflect on some of the moments where you've had to do this, where you've had to stand out or step up or speak out or say something or do something that was not maybe your everyday, this is contagious. And if you can do more of it, if you can take action in some of the areas where you don't even think it's a big deal, but if you do it, and that might be, you know, like I said, for me, just even starting playing baseball, starting to do dancing, the flow on effect and the ripple effect is massive. Maybe you even want to come along to this retreat because it is all about taking action. And I'm going to be running these retreats, assuming the first one goes well. It's the 23rd to the 25th of January, 2024. But if doing this means that others are going to be inspired to get out there and live more of their lives with that confidence and that courage to do that, then I'm going to be doing more of it. And I'm going to be sharing more of it because I don't want to be dulled down. I don't want to be holding back because I know I've got goodness to share. I know you've got goodness to share, whether that's in your professional life or in your personal life. And being brave enough to go out there and do that thing, give that thing a go. This is part of the reason why I do this podcast, to help you hear other people's stories. Now, some of their stories are big and brave and wild, Some of their stories are just the fact that they survived their childhood, are just the fact that they survived getting on that stage or doing that presentation, or they were able to take something that some nasty ex had said to them in a fit of anger and rage and no longer believe it and get rid of that and shed it and go, you know what, that's not who I am. That was their issue at their time and it reflected how they were feeling, but that's not who I am. And oh, wow, this is a whole nother podcast for another episode because we can choose what we believe. We can choose what we want to take forward and we can choose how we step up and show up in life. And if we choose to be courageous and do that thing that's going to allow us and open like a Pandora's box of other possibility in our lives, then I say, bring it on. As you know, we get one shot at this particular life. I don't know about you, but I've got a bucket load of things I want to do. And if it means that getting out and expanding my comfort zone is going to allow me to do more of those things, to not have to complain that I hate my job or that, you know, I'm in the relationship that's not working or I get no time to myself or I've been procrastinating that decision or buying that thing or going on that adventure, then you know what? This is the sign you need. Like my girlfriend who walked straight into me at this event yesterday, that was her sign. She acknowledges it. She knows who she is. She's probably listening to this right now. Then this is the sign for the rest of you who were not physically bumping into each other at this moment. Go and do that thing because courage is not only contagious, courage looks phenomenal on you and courage is going to allow you to live a life that fills you up more from deep within. And who doesn't want to live like that? So here's to being more courageous and knowing you've got this. Thanks a million for joining me on this episode of Courageous Me. I hope it ignited a spark or two within you. To keep the inspiration flowing, hit that subscribe button and stay tuned for more episodes. We've got loads of amazing stories of courage, passion and practical tips coming your way. For all the show notes, resources and ways that we can connect, head to courageousme.com.au. And your feedback is incredibly valuable. 
So if you enjoyed the show, I'd love you to leave a review and a rating. It'll help me spread more of this love and reach more wonderful people just like you. Until we meet again, my friend, always remember, you've got this.